So do you make goals? Why do you make goals? What do you think you are accomplishing by making these goals? Let's have a chat on the little black couch. Everyone should be an entrepreneur. The chance to overcome obstacles, solve problems, make the world a better place, and dictate your life on your own terms is worth the risk. My name is Aaron Stewart, and I have been researching or living entrepreneurship for almost 30 years now. Welcome to the Little Black Couch, a journey in entrepreneurship. Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart, the Little Black Couch podcast. Thanks for being here today. I appreciate it very much. So you can see the title of this podcast is Goal Suck, period. So what do I mean by that? Surely there's so many people out there who believe that goals somehow or another make the world go round, that the most successful people on this earth have set goals, and this is the only way regular human beings like ourselves can accomplish anything that is seemingly great in the world, right? That's, that's how we have been taught and how uh, we are um, manipulated, if you will, throughout our whole, at least adult lives, in that if we are not setting goals somehow or another, we are not going to achieve anything. Then let me ask you this. Why has it been proven by a number of research projects that 92% of goals made never are accomplished. What's going on? What's so great about goals? Is it the goals that are the problem? Is it the humans making the goals that are the problem? Or is it the process of making the goals that is the problem? That is sort of the topic of today's podcast. Grateful to have you here. My name is Aaron Stewart. I have been in the entrepreneurship game, either as a researcher or as an entrepreneur, for almost 30 years now. And this is definitely one of the topics that really gets me jazzed up and going. Uh, any of you who have listened to me for a little while, whether it's here or over on the uh, Data Access Golf podcast, know that I am a someone who does believe in goals and does believe that we should be making goals, but it stops there. I think that we as human beings have really screwed up the process of setting goals to a point where now we are not accomplishing as much as we could and should accomplish because we go about it completely the wrong way. So what do I mean by that? Let's go into it just a little bit. There has been this huge push, at least there was 20, 30 years ago, this massive push for creating goals, right? And we had all these, and, and, and there, was, there was people talking about goals way back with Dale Carnegie and and all of that. People have talked about goals and, and, and you know, as a man thinketh, so is he and all this good stuff. And that's great. I actually do believe in a lot of that. But I think we sometimes fail then in how we go about trying to accomplish these goals. And, and so I'm going to jump back and none of you are going to remember back this far. But if you've been parents or whatever, I use this analogy a lot. But when we look at little children, and I am a father of three, when my children began learning to walk, I and my wife were so encouraging. It did not matter if they, if they stood up one inch off the ground. It did, not it did not matter if they took a step forward and then four steps back. We didn't care. Every single tiny bit of effort, we freaked out about. We were so excited for every little 
we celebrated every little tiny bit of effort, right? And these kids just kept trying. Now, did my son, who walked before he was one, and that's apparently a big deal, um, did he have a goal to walk? Did he write it down? No, he had no goal to walk. He saw us walking and realized he was crawling and thought, you know what? I want to do more what they want to do. And that is a great way to learn, to model somebody else and learn how to learn. That's, that's kind of what these children do is they learn to model. They hear us speaking and they want to communicate. They kind of get that in their heads that that would be a good idea. Not once do they write down a goal. Not once do they try to um, scope out. They don't say, hey, I have to be walking by the time I'm 13 months or I'm some kind of a scumbag idiot. None of that works, right? None of that is happening in our children's young lives or in our young lives. We are simply learning to learn because we want to, because we want to model what we're seeing around ourselves in our environment, and we want to accomplish stuff. We want to get better. That's just naturally innate in all of us. Okay, so let's stop pretending that we are, you don't see a lot of people anymore, folks, walking, crawling anywhere right? Some of the laziest among us still walk. Some of the laziest among us still talk. Um, So this whole idea that we are somehow or another innately lazy or can't figure things out or can't accomplish things, that's garbage. So let's throw that out right now. Um, Done. Okay, I really get tired of people saying, well, I just don't have it in me. Well, you figured out how to walk and you figured out how to talk. So don't tell me you can't figure out how to do other stuff because you can. So sometimes we sell ourselves short. It's a total cop out. So that's, that's, boy, that is not that topic today. That's not where I wanted to hang out, but that is definitely part of this, but we'll talk about it another show, another podcast. What, so all of us know how to accomplish stuff and we've gotten to a certain level within our own lives on how to do that. Maybe it was one way younger, but why is that? Why is nobody crawling? Why is nobody not walking? What's going on with that? Anybody who is physically able to walk is walking. Okay, why is that? It's because that around that, I would argue that around that period of time, it was not so much the goal of walking that was important. It was the fact that we were receiving so much celebration and so much encouragement because we were putting forth effort and that made it awesome and that made it worthwhile. And that's why our kids are always so freaking happy all the time. It's because every little thing they did was celebrated. Who wouldn't be happy? How would you feel if you walked around? I mean, you, you see some of these Hollywood stars walking around with, a, with their, great, their myriads of friends and their posses. And uh, they're complimenting them like crazy. It's got to feel pretty good, right? Now, these are also the individuals that get... Right, have set these big goals for themselves and they want to be, be huge Hollywood stars and they get there and then they realize that happiness isn't there. That actually, if you don't figure out how to be happy in the journey, once you finally reach someplace, happiness is not there either. Happiness was when we were little and being encouraged like crazy for every little effort. And then somewhere along the line, we got away from that. We got miserable. We decided that if we didn't have a goal and didn't accomplish the goal, we didn't have any right to celebrate. And we came a, became a, a bunch of people who now don't accomplish 92% of our goals and are miserable in the process. As entrepreneurs, that does not work. 
we have to be the most positive in order to free our creative side so we can actually solve some of the world's biggest problems. Okay, That is happening. That's another part of this. I just uh, finished reading a book called Factfully. I recommend it to everybody. The world, honestly, is in a pretty good place compared to where it was only just a few years ago. Uh, back in the 1800s, I think it was 80, what they were saying, 85% of the world was in abject poverty. Now, as of 2016, the abject poverty in the world is down to 9%. So we've made huge strides in all that. And we as entrepreneurs and those that have created things that are changing the world and making that possible need to pat ourselves on the back for it. And we need to increase the velocity of all these wonderful things that are going on. And the only way we're going to do that is if we improve our motivation and if we improve the, uh, our ability to stay positive. Because when we're in a positive place, we're in a more creative place. So how do we do that? Folks, this is what I would ask all of you who are entrepreneurs to do. And this is actually for everybody, but obviously I'm speaking to entrepreneurs here because I believe that you have the most important job in the world. As far as work goes, you are it. We are it. We are changing the world. The rest of them just need to get out of our way. I don't care if they're venture capitalists. I don't care if they're bankers. I don't care if they're veterinarians. All of those folks literally are there to support us in our big dreams because we change the world. They don't. They just live in the world. Okay, And they benefit from all of our cool stuff we create and come up with, which is great. I'm happy to help out, but let's not, over, let's not exaggerate what they do. And the venture capitalists will come running around and say, hey, yeah, but we help you with our money and stuff. Yeah, get out of our way. Okay, thanks for helping with the money, but you also try to steal our crap. You try to steal our companies away because you have no creative bones in your body. Okay, so stay out, stay out of our way. So as entrepreneurs, we have to stay positive. We have to stay creative. In order to do that, we need to get better at making sure that we acknowledge when we are putting forth effort. Okay, we don't do it anymore. What have we done instead? We create a goal, and then when we realized that our goals weren't being met, we came up with a bunch of planners, right? Franklin Covey, Covey flooded the world with a bunch of planners, and I love Franklin Covey. They're wonderful people. Stephen Covey was an amazing man. Awesome book, right? Seven Habits for Effective People. Beautiful. But we created then these books where we could write our goals, and then we could write a bunch of tasks, and then we could prioritize these tasks, and we could try to make them down into bite-sized pieces, so hopefully we would accomplish more things. What was the point of doing it this way? Well, hopefully that as we checked off these little checkboxes, we could feel a dopamine hit and be excited and feel like we'd accomplished something and build some momentum. Is it better than just having a goal and no plan to the goal? Absolutely. Is it good enough? No, it's not. A bunch of tasks doesn't get the job done, at least not as efficiently and as productively as it could. Okay, so then what's the next step? Well, the next thing we came up with, organizationally speaking, was we decided that teamwork was a great way to do it, right? Because then we could all be as a team working together, the camaraderie, the common goal. We would all keep each other happy and motivated and moving forward, and then that we would accomplish everything. Well, does that work out? No, we humans aren't really um, that great at getting together and doing things all together and doing things all together from the same page. We have our own personalities. We have our own interests. 
We have our own ideas of doing things, and that's perfectly great. We don't want a bunch of robots working together. But we've created these teams who, are they better at getting things done? Yes and no. It really depends on the culture we're finding, not only the culture in the corporate environment, but also the culture of the particular country. We see a lot of different variables there. So you have teams. Were teams better? Yes, perhaps so. Um, they, they did help us get some more things done, at least on the corporate level. But are we still getting a lot of those goals done? No, I'm afraid that 92% is still within that. It used to be worse than 92%. Okay, so teams aren't getting it done either. So now, now where do we sit? Well, we sit in a, a bunch of uh, people who are split up in teams with huge task lists, trying to accomplish certain goals and these goals we don't celebrate if we don't reach them as a corporation. In fact, you may get fired if you don't reach them as a corporation. And so we've got these huge problems, right? You may get thrown off your job if you, your team isn't able to accomplish the goals that the powers that be up above you decided you should be able to reach. Um, so that brings us back down to, okay, what do we do? Well, the bottom line is this. As entrepreneurs, we need to make sure that we are noticing and complimenting ourselves. If nobody else is going to do it, we have to do it ourselves. Lo and behold, the life of an entrepreneur. We have to do a much better job of making sure that we are getting the good jobs and the pat on the backs that nobody else is going to give us. That's the only way this gets done. Now, in a corporate, in a corporate world, we would probably, we would do, we, not we probably, we do things differently. We train the managers on how to notice their underlings, those that they supervise, we, we help them figure out how to notice when they are putting forth effort above and beyond what we had seen them do in the past. So we have to get benchmarks, we have to do all this work with managers, we have to retrain them to help their people see, to help their people feel encouragement when they are putting forth more effort. Entrepreneurs, we don't have that, we don't have the benefit of having a supervisor who's been trained to do that for us. We have to do it ourselves. So my challenge for you today in this start, we're going to get into negative thought processes. We're going, to, we're going to get into mindset. We're going to get into a lot of cool stuff down the road. But for today, it's just this. When you get up tomorrow morning and you start to go about your day, try to make an inventory list mental at the very least. If you can write these down, do so. So you can review them later. Make a list of all the efforts that you're putting forth, okay? And that's not just it. Every time you put forth some effort, I want you to say to yourself, good job. And I want you to reference whatever the effort was. Tie the good job to the effort. Tie the dopamine hit to the effort. That's the process, okay? Telling yourself good job works. And if we focus on that, things are going to get better. You will feel things shift in your life. You will feel momentum starting to grow. Now, is it an arduous and a little uh, clunky task at first? Yeah, absolutely. When you're like anything else, we're gonna have to practice this a little bit. But I can promise you this, if we can get to a spot where we are very good at saying good job when we're putting forth the effort, um, your mindset will change. You will be more positive throughout the day. You will find yourself more motivated to do more things because you are not trying to build yourself up in the middle of the day 
with a cup of coffee or going for a donut. You will have all the energy and the motivation you need because you are controlling it yourself, within yourself, with something scientifically proven to motivate us, dopamine. It's built inside of us. Let's utilize it. And that comes from saying, good job. Now, if you find yourself with a lot of negative thoughts coming in initially, that's normal. Okay, ignore those for now. After you've said good job, you've already got your dopamine hit. You're in good shape. The negative stuff we'll deal with later. And there's a very um, effective, uh, very manual sort of steps that we can take to deal with those negative thoughts. But it's really good to notice where they're coming from. So the more you say good job, the more the negative thoughts come in, that's a positive thing. Then we can deal with those negative thoughts in a later date. But for now, just pay attention to them. If you want to write those down too, great. But you've already got your dopamine hit. Don't worry about the negative thoughts at all. If sometimes during the day you feel like you are struggling a little bit, here's another little phrase to use. I got this. Okay, another very positive, powerful phrase. I actually saw this used recently. Gary Woodland won the US Open recently and he has a good friendship with this little Down Syndrome Special Olympian in golf named Amy. And she, uh, it was a very cute exchange. There's a video on the PGA Tour. I showed it in, uh, I showed it online yesterday and got banned and thrown off uh, Facebook. But anyway, if you go look it up, Gary Woodland and Amy at uh, the Waste Management Open, you'll see the video. It went viral, it's very cool. But at the start of that video, you will see Amy getting set up on this golf hole to hit this shot. And she gets set up and her father says to her, you got this. And Amy repeats back to him, I've got this. That is so powerful. I've got this. You are enough. Okay. You may have to say that to yourself through the day until we get this really drilled in and working well for you where we are acknowledging effort and celebrating effort. We may need to give ourselves a little, um, a little motivation by saying, I got this. And then when you take the next effort, make sure you notice that effort and say, good job. To yourself, say it, I say it out loud all day long. So that's the first step. So hopefully that helps. Make sure that you're taking time to notice the effort. Um, goals are awful when they are just goals. And until we understand what it takes to keep the motivation up, to move towards actually accomplishing, uh, working through the tasks and making uh, use of those goals and that vision and those dreams, then it's very difficult to get there. And 92% of the time, we will not. Okay, this is the process to make sure we get that down. Are we going to make 100% of our goals? I, I, I don't know. Some probably can somewhere down the road. I don't, but I make a lot more than 92% now. I can tell you that. And you will too. If we start here, we'll go through the process together through this uh, podcast. I'm excited to be doing it with you. And uh, any comments or whatever, please leave them below in the comments section. You can find us on, in, in, on YouTube. All of these podcasts are broadcast on YouTube. There's a comment section there as well. You can find us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram. I like to put up different positive thoughts up there to keep us going. Love to hear from you. Um, you can also email me at couch at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Aaron saying great discussion from the Little Black Couch. Thanks.